Hello, friends. In this episode, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a podcast that you'll definitely want to squeeze into your listening schedule. This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, if you're like me and our other listeners, you're probably not just tuning into Radio Headspace. You've got about six shows on your rotation, which is great. Diversity in our podcast diet is something I fully support. So speaking of variety, let me suggest another gem for your playlist, The Jordan Harbinger Show. It's not just any podcast. It was named one of Apple's best of 2018. Jordan isn't just another voice in the crowd. He really stands out. He dives deep into the minds of some of the most intriguing people on the planet. We're talking about a wide range of guests, from athletes to authors to scientists and even mobsters and spies. And let's not forget, he also brings on CEOs, political activists, and FBI agents, depending on what might click with you, the listener. Jordan has this unique knack for coaxing his guests to open up and share stories and insights that you won't hear anywhere else. Each episode is packed with strategic wisdom that's meant to help you think more critically and navigate today's complex world more effectively. And it's not just the content that's top-notch. Jordan's Feedback Friday segment is particularly relatable. He tackles real listener dilemmas, everything from navigating tricky family dynamics to enhancing your career and personal relationships. It's one of those rare shows that you can tune into whether you're looking to challenge your intellect or need a bit more practical advice. From a personal standpoint, I'm a huge fan of how Jordan runs his show. He's got this approachable, engaging style that makes even the most complex topics accessible and entertaining. And honestly, his podcast isn't just good. It's a must listen. So why not add the Jordan Harbinger show to your podcast rotation? With never a dull moment, it's incredibly engaging and always interesting. Just search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, friends, supporting my sponsors helps keep this show alive and kicking. If you give Jordan's show a try after this recommendation, it helps us continue to bring you great content. Show some love for the Jordan Harbinger show by searching for it. Remember, that's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on your favorite podcast platform. Hey there, folks. It's Robin, and I'm popping in to talk to you about clean water because I'm going to be honest, I've been worrying about the contaminants in our tap water, and I knew I had to find a solution, you know, something reliable and effective. And that's when I discovered AquaTrue, and it's been a game changer for my family. AquaTrue's purifiers, they're basically like superheroes for your water, using a four-stage reverse osmosis process to tackle even the toughest contaminants. With PFAS, you know, those pesky forever chemicals making their way into nearly half of U.S. tap water, it is a relief to know that AquaTrue is certified to just kick them to the curb. Plus, their range of purifiers fits every home, from countertop setups to under-sink options. They've even got a Wi-Fi connected model for the tech savvy among us. And let's talk about those filters, okay? Long-lasting and affordable, they are a dream come true. There's no more like swapping them out every few months. AquaTrue's filters go the distance and last up to two years. Since switching to AquaTrue, 
I have noticed a huge difference. The water tastes cleaner, it's fresher, and the best part, I no longer have to worry about what's lurking in my tap water. Even my kids are drinking more water because of the ease of the countertop setup. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. Today, our listeners are going to receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and you're going to enter the code HEADSPACE at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E. Go get it. Hi, it's Andy here, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Thursday Morning. A lot of different things have happened to mindfulness over the years. One of the things I thought I never really expected to see happen was what I like to think of as the weaponization of mindfulness. I don't know if you've ever come across this. I thought of it when I heard someone say, well, that wasn't very mindful, was it? It was almost like, how could you take the sort of mindfulness, which is this non-judgmental state, free of any sort of criticism and bias, and use it in a really sort of judgmental way? And I laugh because I think that we probably all do it at times. And it, it reminded me, actually, of being in a retreat. And you might think, like, well, there's no way that people are being judgmental and everything else in retreat. Remember, these are just human beings in a retreat condition. All of this same stuff that arises in everyday life arises in retreat. The only difference is that within a retreat, there is the opportunity in the environment to see those behaviours more clearly and therefore create a bit of space to work with them in a different way. And I remember, it actually wasn't that uncommon to see Tibetan scripture used in a a sort of British passive-aggressive way. I mean, that's a real art, trust me, to to approach Tibetan scripture in that way. But there would be the temptation sometimes to almost use that position of awareness as a way of criticising others. It's a really easy trap to fall into. I think just generally when we're training the mind, we're learning a lot of new information, we're learning how to approach the mind, and there is a moment where we learn it in an intellectual way, but it hasn't yet become an experience. And so with the intellectual understanding of it, we might see the experience or the actions of another person, and those actions don't necessarily resonate with our intellectual idea of it, And so we come to a point of criticism, we come to a point of judgment. If it has somehow, though, moved on from an intellectual idea and it's part of our experience, and we've seen that stuff in ourselves, so when we see it in someone else, maybe we're not so judgmental. We're not so critical of the other person. If anything, we're understanding of them. We're empathetic of them. We know how it feels to do that. We've done that. We know how it feels to say that. We've said that. And all of a sudden, there's not this kind of gap. So... I guess the reflection today is, is is really just to notice how much of our experience is, is thinking, an idea, how much is an experience, actually kind of the way that we live. And just to be cautious that we don't use new ideas, that we don't use concepts, practices like mindfulness as a way of judging others. 
Instead, allowing it to seep in for it to become an experience where instead we feel a sense of compassion and empathy to those around us. Thanks for listening today. I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. Hi, everyone. It's Dora. If you like radio headspace, I have a feeling you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring each mindfulness teacher from radio headspace and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering your questions and sharing our unique perspectives on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, friends.